Welcome everyone to Force of Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew D. Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host, David Botcher. Terrific. Thank you everyone for joining us. We are now over a thousand downloads. Woohoo! Uh, we we have hits from 11 different countries and 24 different states. So you know what? That's that's awesome to us. Yeah, uh, that's great. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not much, but Dave, Dave and I think that it, it's pretty cool, and uh, thank you everyone for joining in. Uh, we hope everyone enjoyed our two-parter on hyenas last week. Hyenas yeah. were fun, weren't they? Yeah. Super weird, bizarre, and ugly animals, but like super cool and interesting at the same time. Yeah. So you mean cool is in cool, what? cool? Yeah, they're 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 cool. <laughs> they're pretty neat. <laughs> I don't know. I think they say it best when they're like, man, they are ugly. They are <laughs> ugly. So that's from the Lion King. Huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, so listen to our coverage of hyenas if you haven't yet. But this week, Dave, this week, we are doing something a bit different. We are going to be covering uh, hunting gone wrong. (laughs) So hunting accidents and deaths. Uh, We could honestly do a whole podcast with just this topic. Like, there are so many stories. I'll bet. Uh, And so if everyone likes this episode, we we may cover it more in the future. Okay. Okay. But Dave, you know what? It is October now. Yeah. Fall time is upon us, or it is here. And it's my I think it's my favorite time of year. Oh yeah. Not only is Halloween just around the the corner, I can smell the pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin <laughs> spice beer, pumpkin spice everything. I mean, I'm not gonna drink it because that is nasty. But I do <laughs> I do like the smell. Yeah. Once a year, it's great to just indulge enough until you're sick of it. For yeah. another year. Maybe like a week you can have a couple of <laughs> but that's about it. Uh, and do you know what else starts in October? Halloween? Well, yeah, I already said that. No. Do you know what else? Hunting happens? season. Hunting season. You are correct. The opening to duck hunting season is just on Saturday. Uh, myself and Dave are duck hunters, and we do some pheasant hunting as well, so we're bird hunters. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really excited for the season to start. I mean, it definitely needs to cool down, though. I don't want to hunt in, like, 75, 80-degree weather. It's, oh, that's good for me. No. Dude, the bugs will be <laughs> terrible. So many mosquitoes out there. Just wear a net. <laughs> sure. Go ahead, Dave. You wear a net. <laughs> uh, but also, not just duck season, but uh, a lot of other hunting seasons are taking place around the country right now. Oh. Uh, ducks, geese, pheasant, deer, elk, and others. So due to the hunting season being here, uh-huh. uh, I thought we should go over the safety of hunting by telling these stories of accidents that can happen while out hunting. Okay. Uh, now we're going to have, we're going to cover several tales of hunting gone wrong. Uh, so I just want to say, so this isn't like a political thing saying hunting's good, hunting is bad. I personally enjoy hunting and believe it's okay as long as it's done properly. Yeah. I think most hunters will agree with me there. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your opinion is on it because we're, we are going to share a few stories of hunting accidents. And honestly, quite a bit of death. Oh. Uh, before we get started, I just want to uh, remind everyone to please go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars, say something nice. Not only does it help uh, attract listeners, it makes Dave and myself feel pretty good. Yeah. 
if, if your platform doesn't do uh, doesn't use reviews, you can go to our Facebook page and give us a review there. It's greatly appreciated, and we will give you a personal shout-out at the end of the show if you do. But enough of that, Dave. What do you say we get started? Let's do it. All right. So I couldn't find, like, statistics, exact statistics of hunting accidents from around the the United States. But let's just say there's a lot more than I thought. Okay. Uh, Want to know what the most common accidents and deaths come from? Uh, accidental fire charge. That is definitely one of them. Okay, I got a couple here I'm going to name off. So uh, one that happens often is tree stand falls. Oh, okay. Where someone falls off a stand from a tree. Mm. Uh, causes the obvious injuries. People fall off like 15 plus feet sometimes. Yeah. Uh, then we have accidental shootings. Yeah. Where a gun goes off somehow on accident and someone gets hit with a bullet. Or... Also, somebody mistakes a person for a deer or something oh, like that. Because you'd be surprised how often that came up in my research. You wouldn't think it would anymore because you're required to be wearing You are required, but the, the orange, the fluorescent yeah. orange. If, if I was a deer hunter, I'd wear just a jumpsuit of fluorescent orange. <laughs> After reading all these accents. Some people, some people don't wear them. Just, they just don't. Yeah, wear them. I know a lot of people don't seem to anymore. But uh, I guess it's like a bike helmet. Like, nah, it's not man. Uh, orange. <laughs> I don't know. This orange doesn't fit my beard. Yeah, the the deer will see me from a mile off. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta, I can't wear it. But also, <laughs> we have vehicle accidents. This is something like a uh, uh, four wheeler or ATV oh, okay. going out hunting. Yeah. So that's that's a likely thing. And then we also have weather related. So a storm Ooh, okay. moves in of some kind, creating a number of problems. Yeah. Um, drowning. This is actually mm. a big one with duck hunting. Really? A uh, boat that capsizes or being turned over and they get thrown into the deep, in some deeper cold water. Okay. And then also you have like uh, medical injuries. That, that can happen at any time where someone has like a heart attack out there. Yeah. I mean, that can happen. I feel like a lot of, I don't know why, but I feel like a lot of duck hunters are old and I feel like it could happen to several of them yeah. at any time. Yeah. But, uh, any any of these can happen, and they do happen, whether it be a hunter you know drops their guard or you know just some bad luck can happen. Yeah. In some of these, so what do you say we get to our first story? All right, let's do it. So uh, this first story takes place in uh, Talbot County, Maryland, and it's in 2014. Okay. Uh, we meet a man named Brian Durham. He is 57. And he is with two friends, and they go out early on a Saturday morning to go duck hunting. They put their boat in the water around 6 a.m., and they hunt in a way that I'm not familiar with, and neither you won't be either. They use a large boat as kind of like a base of operations, Uh uh, and then they get into a second smaller boat called a sneak boat. Uh, there are several types of sneak boats, and I'm not sure what kind Brian was using. Uh, but he's where oh, you lay, you lay, you lay flat down. There's some, I, I looked at pictures of them, and they're they're not like the boats that we have when we go out hunting. Uh-huh. They're a little different, and a little more lightweight. Uh, you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah, they're they're kind of flimsy boats, the one man boats, pretty much. Mm-hmm. 
And they probably just fit like one person and some decoys is about think, what is, they can do. Does it look like I think your dad might like, have like the coffin like that? Yeah, they look like a coffin. Yeah, things. some of them some of them looked like a yeah. coffin. Um a little, little little more boat like though. Think of a okay. boat like coffin. Uh one of Brian's buddies took out the sneak boat first and got his limit of ducks. Uh, he wow. then returns to the main boat, and now it's Brian's turn to t- to take it out to go get his limit. He takes the sneak boat about 150 yards away from his buddies that are still in the main boat. Uh, he gets to a spot around 10 a.m., and shortly after a flock of ducks come by, Brian shot twice but missed. His buddies call him on their two-way radio and give him shit for missing. You know, <laughs> like hunters do. Yeah. <laughs> We've, my dad gives you some bunch oh, of... Oh, all the time. I'm a terrible shot. <laughs> and he but lets hit, you know, huh? But I hit the long runs, you know? <laughs> uh, okay, so a short time later, another flock of ducks come in. But again, he missed and no birds fell. Oh, okay. I got to go back. <laughs> Just to say this. Every time I'm aiming... Your dad's like, "What are you doing? Shoot him!" I'm I'm waiting for the duck to drop where he's gonna be, like an in line of sight, heading away. You know, like okay. so that way it's not flying across, and I have to time it just right. You know, does that make sense? I get what you mean. Instead of it being right above me and flying what thirty miles an hour in front of me, it's it's level on in my distance, and okay. so I could fire then. And he's always like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I'm getting a clean shot. I can totally and then, see. And then if I don't, yeah, so then when I don't, I just hurry and pop him off. Oh, you didn't get him all. Mr. Chills. <laughs> There's like no way to win, uh, yeah, huh? Yeah. You can't win. <laughs> that's, that's how hunting is. Even, even when I go out with my buddies, we give each other shit all the time about yeah. like that. <laughs> that's what a lot of hunting yeah. is, is just making fun of each other while you're out there. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> another, a second flock comes by and he shoots and he misses him again. His buddies call him on the radio again, but they never get a reply from Brian. A short time later, another flock came by and no shots were taken this time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, another flock comes by, no shots again. His buddy's probably wondering why he's not shooting. And then a third flock came in and again, no shots. And these are these must be coming by right up to him. Uh, now his buddies are a little alarmed and worried. You think they'd be on the radio like, what, oh man, what is going on? <laughs> maybe they were too, him. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> maybe after he didn't respond, they're like, oh, okay, well, he's maybe he's, he's oh, being he got shy about it. He got angry. <laughs> we better stop. <laughs> yeah. But now, but now his buddies are alarmed and worried since he's not answering calls and he's not shooting at any ducks. Oh. Uh, his buddies look through a pair of binoculars and they saw the sneak boat was upside down. Ooh. His buddies speed over and find Brian floating in the water, dead. Wow. But no wounds or anything? No. Nope. So, Gee. while they don't know exactly what happened, it's believed Brian somehow in his boat turned over. Brian fell in the water, which uh, was recorded to be around 30 feet deep. Much deeper than any water I've hunted in, but Brian fell in and apparently drowned. I mean, if you think about it, you're wearing those waders. Yeah. And the water gets in, that's going to weigh you down a ton. But so if it's, they see him floating. They didn't see him floating. They see him floating like 
limp yeah. and dead. So, well, if he's floating, that means he's not. He should be able to get maybe air, he, right? maybe his body got pushed into the shallower. I I don't know for oh, for okay. sure, but that that would be my best guess. Uh, his buddies call nine one one. A Maryland State Police helicopter with a water rescue team came. They took Brian's body to a hospital where he was pronounced dead at 12.25 p.m. So this is, he got out there at 10 a.m. Yeah. Like in a, two and a half hours later, he's pronounced dead at the hospital. Oh, man. The, the, the rescue team got there pretty quick. And you know what? That's a hell of a morning. That's a hell of a lot of things yeah. to happen before 1 p.m. Gee. Uh, no foul play is expected, and his death is ruled an accident. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. But I, I can see how drownings can happen when we're out duck hunting. Yeah. Right? Well, in ours, the no. It's like five feet deep. Well, it's like there's, there's deep some go, areas it? where it's deeper, where it's taller than us. But um, say, like, if it, I mean, it's cold water, especially yeah, during the winter. The winter, yeah. So you get cold and you freeze. And there's yeah. many things that can come into play there. Yeah. But I can definitely see how drownings are a big issue with duck hunting. Yeah. And then we're gonna have another one later. Another oh, okay. story about it later. So. All right. But let's go to our next. Go to our next story. Okay. Um, this we this takes us to Western New York, a town called Sherman near the border of Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. We meet a woman named Rosemary Bilquist. Oh, and this is in November of 2017, so just last year. Rosemary took her dogs for a walk um, outside her home, about 100 yards away from her house. A man who is hunting mistakes Rosemary for a deer. (laughs) I don't get how this can happen. I mean, I can see, like, rustling in the bushes, but you gotta... You gotta make you gotta sure. You see, yeah. You gotta you just shoot things if you see rustling in the branches. Well, this guy did that. Uh, and you know what the weird thing is? Okay, he shoots, thinks he, she's a deer and shoots her once with a pistol. Which is weird. You, you, don't hunt, you don't deer hunt with a pistol. I don't, I don't know what happened Gee, there. What is he, a British officer or something? <laughs> the, the hunter uh, realized it's not a deer when she starts screaming. And he goes over to her, calls 911, and he stays with her until they arrived. Uh, Rosemary was taken to a hospital in Erie, Pennsylvania, Erie, Pennsylvania, where she is pronounced dead. Oh, man. Rosemary was said to be a lovely person, somebody who is always out to help somebody else. Mm. Now, officials say the shooting occurred about... 40 minutes after sunset. So that's illegal. You can't hunt after sunset. But as of now, the hunter has not been charged and the investigation was continuing. Oh, really? So I couldn't find anything new that's happened other than this article. I I looked and I couldn't find anything. But yeah, how terrible is that? Just to be walking walking near your home. Walking your dogs. I don't know what kind of dogs they were. But yeah, what, 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 you would think like maybe the hunter would see the dogs. Yeah. I mean, unless they were like little ones. But either way, know. he should see the deer. It's not like he just say, okay, there's something there. I'm going to shoot it. You have to know what you're shooting at the deer. You don't shoot at its foot. You don't try to shoot at its hind legs. There's certain spots you're supposed to be shooting right. at. Yeah. So you, you take it down. Yeah, it's, so that means he didn't even see those. Yeah, that's a good you point. Know, he's just... Ah, shooting blind. That's just, that's silly. 
Hunters should know better. Yeah, hunters should, but I'm I guess I could understand if someone just gets too excited, you know, and they don't. But that may maybe that's just from un, or I guess lack of experience. Maybe he was new at it. I don't know. Like it, it can. I I can see how it can happen sometimes, but to mistake a yeah, person and a deer, I feel like that's a little tough. Yeah, that's that's something. There's rules and things about that that shouldn't happen. But something, you know. It's still an accident, yeah. but it shouldn't. Shit happens, right? It yeah. does. All right, so our next story is going to be a bit lighter and a little... I think it's kind of funny, actually. No one dies, so oh, that's okay. good. <laughs> uh, this happened in March of 2018, so just a few months ago, and in Pensacola, Florida, Dave. Wow. Why we, are they all in the East? Nothing's they're not the all going to be in West the... They're not gonna, not, we, got, <laughs> we got some homegrown stuff okay, we're going to do okay. here. Uh, we haven't had a good florist story in a while, <laughs> yeah. so it's about time that we did. And this is this equals out to something like Florida. Okay. We meet two longtime hunting buddies. We meet a man named Hilton. He's eighty-six. He's old, and Fred. He is sixty-five. Not as old. Okay. Yeah, sixty-five's not that old. Eighty-six is pretty retirement old. age. Yes, eighty-six. That, that's 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 getting pretty old. Anyway, they go out hunting on the opening day of turkey season. Out on Fred's property, it's an 80-acre lot surrounded by timber mill with planted pines lining the property. It's an isolated area making it good for hunting. Hmm. Sounds nice. Yeah. The two men were in their turkey blinds about 70 yards, 75 yards from each other. Then uh, Hilton sees a turkey walk in front. So if you right picture, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you already, it's a duel. You, you already know it's going to happen. But, um, so Fred, he recalls seeing Hilton line up the shot with his barrel aimed at the turkey and in turn also aimed at himself. <laughs> he thought Hilton was just getting his target ready. So when the turkey moves, then he can get it, you know, something like that. Uh, Fred was wrong. <laughs> I guess Hilton got all excited and didn't realize he was shooting at his buddy, but he fired twice. Oh. Uh, more than 20 pellets from the two shotgun shells drove into Fred's torso, his hands, his arms, and his face. Oh, man. <laughs> this is the best part, too. Uh, Fred pops out of the blind and yelled, Hey! You shot me. <laughs> um, oh, my bad. Yeah. Uh, both men uh, packed up and drove 80 minutes to uh, Pensacola Hospital. Blood was running down the face of Fred, you know, because he has pellets stuck inside of him. Uh, but Fred got in the driver's seat and drove. He was the, the guy who got shot, ended up driving all the way. <laughs> With pellets stuck in his hands, pellets oh stuck in his goodness. face, and he's the one who drives them to the hospital. Uh, Fred, said, the guy who got shot is Fred, uh, says he didn't even feel the pain from being shot. As you know, like the, the adrenaline will kick uh -huh. in and something like that. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. uh, now, Hilton <laughs> says he felt terrible about the accident. In his, and in his own words, I felt real bad about it. <laughs> I just shot a good friend of mine, someone I'd been hunting with for years. It's a no good feeling. <laughs> That's not pretty neat. <laughs> that is not very neat. Uh, Fred had to undergo surgeries to get the pellets out. 
including the ones in his face. But some of the pellets around his chest, especially around his lungs, have to stay there because it's too risky to operate around the lung. Gee, they went that deep, huh? I guess so. You wouldn't think it's 75 yards. Yeah, it could hit you right in the spot. You know, maybe if it got some arc to it, it's got to pick up a little momentum. I don't really know. Uh, But you know what? Don't worry, because uh, Hilton and Fred, they're still friends. And you know what? They have already planned a future hunting trip together. <laughs> this time a hundred yards away. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like these two old guys could be really be like a show. It's the adventures of Hilton and Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Who gets shot next? <laughs> that could be a pretty good show. Hey, look a duck. Turn around. <laughs> it shoots. <laughs> oh, got your back. I, I would watch that show. Yeah. Uh, Hilton and Fred, they could be a comedy duo together. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's let's move on. Let's continue. So for this next part, we are going out of the country. Okay. We are going somewhere we haven't been before in Ooh. any episodes yet. Hmm. We are going to New Zealand. Okay. Uh, and I, I found a lot of stories from New Zealand. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of rapid fire go over a few. So I'll, I'm just going to give like a couple sentences on each each case. Okay. I'm going to go rapid fire, okay? Okay. And all all of these cases happen in 2015. Okay. All of of them, huh? All of these cases happen in 2015. All right. February 26th. Three hunters are heading out when a loaded gun strapped to a quad bike gets caught in the tree branches and goes off. Yeah. The bullet hits one man in the leg as he walks alongside, and he suffers serious leg wound. March 22nd, two men are hunting illegally when a firearm held by the man in the rear goes off. This bullet also hits uh, the man in the front, causing a serious leg injury. March 23rd, a father and son are deer hunting when the father mistakes his own son for a deer. shoots and kills his own son. Oh, that would be horrible. The son was only 24 years old. There's another one of those that we're talking about. Uh, Okay, moving on. April 11th, a 21-year-old man is shot across the back by a hunting companion who also mistook him for a deer. Gee. I guess that happens often. For some reason, humans look look just like them. I guess. uh, He survives, but he had to get 13 staples in the wound. Hmm. May 10th. A 21-year-old man dies when his gun accidentally goes off as he crosses a fence while deer hunting in the central North Island. May 10th. The exact same day. Different case. A 15-year-old boy dies after his fa- after his gun goes off accidentally while he is duck hunting in the farmland area of Thornton. What kind of guns do they use there? <laughs> no safeties? I don't know, but New Zealand, Gee. come on, you got to figure it out a bit. <laughs> uh, October 11th, an adult, this one's probably the saddest one, an adult member of a hunting party was unloading his firearm at the end of the hunt when it accidentally goes off and kills an 11-year-old boy. Oh, man. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Uh, that was... That was only a handful of the stories I saw from Gee. New Zealand. I just wanted to do rapid fire. I thought that would be pretty good. Uh, I kind of want to put over the fact that not all hunting accidents happen in America. 
I know we love our guns, but hey, it happens everywhere else, too. In fact, I came across an article about hunting accidents in France. Oh, really? During the 2017-2018 season, nine people were killed. And on average, 20 people are killed each year in France from hunting accidents. Wow. I didn't know they were were allowed to have guns. Well, get this. So uh, I never knew this, but France has the most hunters of any European country. Wow. I, I was very surprised they actually have a, a good amount of people. It's it's uh, in, the, in the couple articles I read, it's, they say it's their second sport huh. behind protesting. I mean, <laughs> I mean, soccer. Okay. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that was really interesting. I didn't know that about France at all. They're, I guess they're big hunters there. Wow, uh, yeah. Uh, apparently, they have a lot of accidents, too, because in 2013, there were 179 mishaps and 21 fatalities. Oh, wow. Doesn't that seem like a lot for France, just to have 20 fatalities? Yeah. I, well, I wonder if you even thought they could hunt. Yeah, <laughs> this whole thing surprised a lot of Yeah, a lot of the but... European countries don't. Well, France has a good amount of forest forest area yeah and some some uh european countries don't have much forest area yeah but uh oh okay you know i also found this other article that said 35 people were killed in a four-month period in italy wow (laughs) due to hunting accidents wtf italy figure it out i don't know if they know how to use guns there or What's going on? Well, I don't think they have the drinking laws are quite as severe here, so maybe they're mixing them both. <laughs> I guarantee they are. Well, a lot of Americans do that too. Yeah, We're gonna get to one of those stories. I think our next story is gonna be a drunk guy. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I want to put over the fact that not all gun accidents happen to us gun-toting Americans. Yeah. We have some listeners overseas, and I wonder. That's probably what they think about us. Especially after this episode. Yeah. I mean, it's okay for him to think that because some of it's true. <laughs> some of it's true. It's, but yeah, there are a right. lot of hunters here, you know? Yeah, that's, you're exactly right. And there's some smart ones and some dumb ones. Yeah, I would say most hunters are this, are smart. You get you get some of the idiots and accidents I, happen. Yeah, he, yeah. I've noticed, yeah. I mean, there's still some idiots <laughs> here, but I, and, yeah, there's some good hunter safety, things that have been passed down because, you know, uh, generation to generation. Yeah, that's... Where you're taught how to handle things, how to do things right, you know. And uh, I could s- tell some of the other times, you know, once you involve alcohol with it, pfft, yeah, Can there's be. nothing. It's like, here, hold this. You're perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Next thing you know, pfft. it's when you get the super rednecks. Yeah. All right, but let's uh, let's go to another story. This story is not gun related, but it is tree stand related. This happens in November of 2006. We meet uh, Robert Razano. He is from Florida, naturally. Mm. Uh, but he is hunting actually somewhere in Georgia. That's where the story takes okay. place. He was perched in a ladder tree stand about 18 feet off the ground, you know, waiting to see a buck. Uh-huh. He stood up, but his legs had fallen asleep and he tumbles oh, over. Oh, no. <laughs> in his own words. I had no feeling in my lower legs. I got up too fast and my momentum kept going forward. Oh, no. <laughs> Just stand up. Like, Whoa. Oh. Uh, Robert's, Robert's face slammed into the root of the tree on the ground oh. and his elbows jabbed into his ribs. Oh. He ended up with a broken back. Oh, no. A broken jaw. Oh. Both wrists broken. And multiple ribs broken. 
Oh, that's man. bad. Yeah. He spent six weeks in a hospital recovering for this, and I'm sure he's going to have a lot. Some of those oh. we're going to have him for the rest of his life. Yeah. Uh, Robert attributes his fall to loss of feeling to his legs, but it later uh, comes out alcohol may have played a role. Oh. Robert acknowledges he had a drink or two about three hours earlier. Now, hmm. Dave, I know you don't drink, but if you had a drink or two three hours earlier, you're not you're going to be fine. Yeah. So either he had a lot more than he says, which is he probably had a flask in his jacket the whole time, but he <laughs> either had a lot more than he than he says, or you know, just a, yeah. just a freak accident, maybe isn't, a little bit of both. Isn't that what they all say though? Oh well, yeah, a drink or. Two, maybe, at yeah. the most. Yeah, drink or two. Long time ago. Drink or two <laughs> normally means like five or six, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but it's said that all of this could have been avoided had Robert been wearing the safety harness you're supposed to wear while in a tree blind. Oh, okay. You kind of attach it to the tree, and it's, it's a good safety procedure. And he was not doing it. Mm. Yeah, but- I don't. I don't know if I could go up there. I have. I have height. Height issues, both ways. <laughs> I don't grow very tall. If you, you get that part of it, but yeah, I don't like. I'm not. I'm not a big. Of heights. Not big in heights. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Dave, how about how about a story, uh, a local story from here in Utah? Yeah. You want to do one of some those? of those? Yeah. So I got one really good one. Okay. Uh, it's a duck hunting story that takes place not far from where we currently are. Mm, okay. Uh, this happened November 2012 on the Great Salt Lake. Okay. So the Great Salt Lake, for people who don't know, is this big salty lake near Salt Lake City, hence the name. But honestly, it's mostly ignored by the people here, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. I, I feel like... It's barely acknowledged here because it's not good for recreation. Yeah, it's dirty. Uh, it's no fish live there because it's too salty. And if you get too close, it's kind of stinky too. Yeah. Uh, the most mostly what the Great Salt Lake is good for is finding it on a map so you can know exactly where Utah is. <laughs> yeah. It's like tell people, yeah. oh, I live there, and yeah. they point to the lake, and it's easy to find. That's mostly what it's good for. Yeah. Um, well, it is also good for uh, duck hunting. Yeah, we true. go we go hunting in where uh, myself and Dave go. We go hunting kind of in the marsh areas out just off of the Great Salt Lake. Yeah. Uh, it's freshwater there, but yeah, it's just just off the Great Salt Lake, and uh, it's also a big bird watching area. Lots of bird species come by the Great Salt Lake. It's big. What is it? Ornith- ornithologist. The bird watcher. I, I believe that's I'm not it. Sure. I believe that's it. But actually, I read this and I didn't know this. The lake is actually surprisingly dangerous. Hmm. Waves have got up to uh, around eight to ten feet. Wow, that's pretty big. What, Plus, what kind of storm does that? Uh, I don't know. We've we've had some of those big wind storms, and we've had big storms here that could probably do that. Gee. Plus, the water is very dense because okay. the. The high salt content. So, you know, a wave hits with more force and energy than it does even on the ocean. Okay, I actually yeah, never. I can, I can understand. I, I get, that. Yeah, I can understand too. You I don't actually, want to go water skiing because if you biff it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grinding all. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, nobody goes water skiing. Nobody really no. does anything there. There's boats there. Why? This is odd, but and the, the salt will just eat them up. Yeah, but it's... they've got a dock on the Antelope Island with boats just just sit out there. Oh, it's just, and it's a stinky lake too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and the water does not freeze or turn into ice out there either because it's the high salt content. Yeah, but let's go. Let's get back to our story. Let's meet a Logan Hardman and Chad Toenaka. They are best friends and have been since they were very young. Logan is from West Jordan and Chad is from Sandy. Okay. Both of those are right around Salt Lake area. And both of these guys are 25 (coughs) 25 years old. So Logan and Chad, along with a buddy, there's a third guy in this, but his his name is... Never, they didn't release it or something. But they are heading back to shore from a duck hunting trip around 4 p.m. when the weather suddenly turns. Oh, that would be the worst place, too, if, especially for lightning storms. Yeah. yeah. Lightning gets bad over that. It lake. really does. Uh, and around here, especially, yeah, like you're saying, around Salt Lake, uh, lightning and just the weather can turn in an instant, especially during the winter. Yeah. It can change fast here. I mean, if some, like if uh, in Utah around March or April, you can literally have all four seasons in one day. Yeah. Utah's uh, it's weird like that. But the weather turns on them. Within seconds, waves flooded their boat, causing oh it to capsize. Goodness. Gee. And uh, plunge all three men into the frigid water. Oh. The third man, their buddy, uh, swam about a half mile to shore for help. Logan and Chad stayed with the boat. And they actually just bought this boat between the three of them, and it's their first time using it. Oh. Their buddy swam, and he eventually found help. Um, He was... He was uh, thinking clearly when he got there. He was doing okay when uh, the man found him. Uh, they called 911, and him and the man who picked him up try to spot the other two and cannot. Oh, yikes. Rescue teams locate the capsized boat around 9 p.m., about three hours after oh. the buddy called for help. Uh, by 11, it wasn't until 11 p.m., a helicopter spotted. Logan and Chad's bodies. Both were dead. Now, it's unknown why the men didn't try to swimming to shore like their buddy did, but the mother of Chad said neither of the boys were good swimmers, so they may have been hesitant to try. So Mm. you can understand that a little bit better and why they didn't do it. And like sitting in the cold water with, with the waders, that's the thing that's going to weigh you down a ton. Uh, oh, well, no, that'd be fine. Gray Salt Lake is very buoyant. So it I is very buoyant. It's just the they cold. were out in the cold too long and yeah, hypothermia that's set exactly in. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I've been in the salt, Gray Salt Lake. It's crazy. Yeah. Like you're up. You would have to like, like no, if let's say you wanted to commit suicide and you go in the Gray Salt Lake, I doubt you could do it. <laughs> you could do it. This is be pushing down. It's push, pull, like, pushing you right back up. <laughs> like you could, I don't float very well, even in swimming pools. But the Gray Salt Lake is like whoa. Yeah, know? it's very buoyant. You so can I imagine kind of sit and float. It's just weird. Yeah, and that's what they believe too. Is mostly the hypothermia yeah. kicked in. Uh, oh, and 
Logan had recently just been married. He leaves behind a wife and two children. Oh, man. A three-year-old and a one-year-old. And Chad was his best man during the wedding. Oh. In a quote from Chad's mother, it was a wonderful friendship, and you know, it was nice that they were not alone at the end. I'm sure they tried their best. I'm sure they held on to each other as long as they could. So, yeah, yeah that's a sad story. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> I, I've never heard this story before no, either. Until, I think we would have heard it. But, but yeah, it is quite heartbreaking. And that's what the authorities believe, too. Since the Great Salt Lake is so like buoyant, you, you'd have a hard time drowning yeah. in the Great Salt Lake. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. All right, so I got one more story. Okay. But you know what? I kind of, I didn't write this this one down, but I kind of want to share it. So I okay. can't remember everything, but uh, there was a duck hunter, and he he was out with with his dog. His dog's name was a yellow lab named Buddy. Buddy. And nice. what happened, well, he was pulling out his boat, and he was about to hop in it himself, when Buddy steps on the gun, his shotgun, oh. Uh, hitting the, turning the safety off and, and pushing the trigger on the same time. And it shoots the guy right in the back. Oh man. (laughs) So the dog actually caused this to happen. Uh, the guy kind of, it didn't get him too good, but, uh, obviously a shot in the back is going to do some damage. Yeah. But in the end, I can't remember exactly everything, but in the end he does turn out to be fine. And him and the he still takes the dog out hunting nowadays. But I just wanted to I just wanted to say that like even a dog a total freak accident like that could could happen while yeah, you're out hunting. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> what dog. are the odds? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I saw at least the dog's probably just like oh boy I'm so excited to go hunting. <laughs> Somehow just, gets my, just shot my hands hunter. on both the safety <laughs> and the trigger. Wow. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. It is. So, all right, I got one more story for us. <clears throat> and it's not uh, necessarily an accident store type story, but I, w- I want to share it uh, so people who so people who don't like hunting know that people who do hunt are not like this. this is, these are the bad apples, you could say. And this story is going to piss off hunters and non-hunters alike. Okay. And this story is going to piss everybody off. It's about a poaching ring who killed hundreds of animals just for the thrill of killing. Mm. They are located in Oregon, Washington, around the state lines. Wow. Now, Dave, um, one episode you shared the story of your grandpa, I believe, who poached a deer during the Depression, right? Yeah. Do you mind sharing that a little quickly? Yeah. Um, Yeah. The, you know, during the Depression... Not much food, money, anything going around. So they went and his dad and my grand, or his, I guess it would be my great grandpa and my grandpa went out and they hunt, caught a deer, poached a deer. Um, they were driving Where were it they? back. Where were they they lived here? down in Elsinore. No, down in, in central Utah. Okay. Um, they, they were driving back. The park ranger, the sheriff, someone um, stopped him. He saw the deer in the back and, um, uh, Ignore it, kind of ignored it. It's like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. And they take it back in, you know, because they knew they had to feed their family. Right, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that was, yeah, I but, remember him telling me that story. Yeah, that, yeah. that is a good story. It, it makes sense. And 
It was to he poached it to feed the family, and yeah. that is understandable, and I can relate to that. That makes sense. These assholes, not so much. Yeah, these assholes boasted about the animals they illegally killed over text messages and social media. They took pictures of themselves with the illegally killed animals in graphic ways, and they like to decapitate the animals oh, to pose for them. Put, Sounds like the rub, stuff you'd have in the movies. Rub, you know? rub blood on their face and make oh, marks and take selfies with like a, a decapitated elk head. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. These guys piss me off. Uh, then, then they don't, on top of that, then they just leave the bodies of the animals and not even use them for food or anything. Just shoot them mm. and leave them. That's just bad karma. It's yeah. And, and they even called themselves the kill them all boys. Hmm. Isn't that, ugh, stupid rednecks. I mean, mm-hmm. rednecks are cool, but not, he's uh, not these kind. For some of these, for some of these guys, it was like a competition to see who could kill the most. Gee. And these guys aren't just assholes, but you know what? They're stupid assholes too. Uh, like I said, they would post this stuff on Facebook. If you're doing something illegal, don't post it for everyone to see, Gee. as it ultimately led to evidence against them. <laughs> uh, Investigators used the geotagged photos, so you know how you, how you can yeah. tag a photo where it is. They yeah. were doing that <laughs> to track down the kill sites and find skeletal remains of the animals. Oh, so they just yeah. find them. An investigator named Captain Wickersham, who was lead investigator on the case, says, and I quote, There is nothing legitimate about the activities these individuals were conducting. They are simply killers. They knew what they were doing. They were not out for recreation, but to kill things. And that's what they wanted to do. These guys are um, accused of killing more than 200 animals. Oh my goodness. Illegally, including deer, bears, cougars, bobcats, and a squirrel. It just, and a squirrel. it just says once in the article, it just says in like singular one squirrel and a squirrel. Those sons. Of... <laughs> but yeah, the assholes, huh? Doesn't that it sounds like the start of a, of a horror movie? If you don't mind me saying it again, <laughs> you say this every Think episode. Yeah, but like this time, Chupacabra comes out and you're like cheering him on, like yeah, get or, like the, or like Bigfoot you know, comes in, like, you're killing yeah. all the animals yeah. in the forest, and then then he. Bigfoot goes over Takes and him down one That's by one. That's actually pretty legit. I could, I, could, I could be down for a, a movie yeah. like that. Uh, but good news, these assholes are being charged. Um, 12 are being charged in Oregon and 13 in Washington with misdemeanors and felonies. Mm. Some suspects face charges in both states. Uh, they face penalties ranging from fines to jail time pending on the individual charges. Now, this last quote also comes from Captain Wickersham, and in his own words. Who's Captain Wickersham? That was the guy who was the lead investigator. Oh, okay. One of the hardest things for me, as a hunter myself, is the waste. They weren't making any attempt to remove meat, to remove the meat. These guys, it was all about the killing. That's what was most disturbing to us. Yeah. Which is exactly right. And I couldn't agree more with Captain Wickersham. 
Uh, and I hope these guys get what they deserve. This is, this is just recently happened, like I said. Uh, I told this story because, as a hunter myself, I do not condone the activity of these men. Neither do you. No. And I'm sure every other hunter will agree with me there that these guys are the bad apples that give hunters a bad name. Yeah. But, um, Dave, that is going to wrap up our stories of the episode. Did you, did you enjoy them? Yeah, I did. Good. Yeah, and it sounds like we barely touched the surface. We barely, dude, we barely touched the surface. I got, I, I tried to lay off some of the more sad ones. Oh, there was a okay. lot of, like, 10-year-old boy. I saw this oh, one, yeah. this one story, I'm going to tell it. <laughs> okay. There was one story in, in France where a 14-year-old boy tripped, accidentally shot his dad in the back. Oh. And he laid there with his dad uh, until he died. And then the 14-year-old boy shot and killed himself. Oh. There are... I tried to lay off on the sad ones like that, even though I just told it, but... uh, Yeah. There's a lot of... I mean, there's a lot of funny ones, too. So... And there's, like, some animal attacks. We've already gone over some hunting stories with animal attacks involved. Yeah. So we could do more of that. Uh, I, I hope people enjoy this because, like I said, we can do several more episodes on hunting-related accidents. We barely touched the surface. Uh, but, but yeah, those guys were assholes, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also... Well, if I had a rubber hose... <laughs> rubber hose? Wait, how does it go? <laughs> that was pretty low, mister. If I had a rubber hose... Ah, no, stop, don't worry. I didn't... That, that's, that was... Uh, the other guy but, or breaks in. Oh, yeah. Dave, that was a fail. <laughs> what was you didn't even do? give it all. That's all he says. I'll beat you with a rubber hose, mister. Why, if I had a rubber hose, mister, yeah, and then um, he's like, don't worry. Oh, okay. Do it. Yeah, okay, I remember that. What movie is that from? A Christmas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I remember that now. Um, so also, uh, I think we have the rest of our episodes planned out for the month. Oh, okay. So next week, if everything goes according to plan, we will have a special guest joining us. Okay. It will be one of my good friends, Breck Snyder, who also runs a local podcast called The Sports Project. Ooh. So if you like sports, go check them out. They're on, available on all the same platforms we are. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, we're, we're trying to do some cross-promoting with, with each other and give each other plugs on our shows as well as, you know, guest stars. So he's going to be on ours. Maybe I'll be on theirs. But... Uh, right on. That's the plan. So it's, I think it's pretty smart. Yeah. So, yeah, Breck is scheduled to be on our show next week. And if he is, what we will be covering are unusual animal attack stories or death and death. <laughs> okay. I've and been... I've, you what? <laughs> and death. And death. I've been saving one particular story. Uh, I've mentioned it to you <laughs> for just this episode. Uh and I've I had I've been had it ready since we, before we even started doing this. So I've been see, episode fifteen. I've been waiting sixteen episodes to tell this. Please story. Please don't tell me this was the brainchild for the idea of Force of Nature. <laughs> <laughs> the story was not. Okay, good. <laughs> but uh, tune in next week to figure out what story I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> and then after that, the week after that, we we're gonna do a couple Halloween special episodes. Uh, we're one for sure going to be werewolves and probably, you know what? Uh, so after next week, we're going to do one on vampire bats 
Okay. Perfect. Vampire bats and we'll throw in some Halloween twists and stuff. And then the one after that, the week before Halloween, we're going to cover werewolves. Ooh. So I've got, I've already planned some good stuff for the werewolf. Werewolf's one is going to be fun. it's a full moon on that day. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> but I, I hope, I really hope everybody enjoyed this week's episode. Like I said, we could do, do it many more like it. Uh, and if you are a hunter, I hope you do your best to stay safe out there. And not accidentally shoot anyone, but I, I mean that be safe out there, right? Yeah, we'll yeah. be me and Dave just will be safe out the there. Safety. Yeah, it's a, even with the safety, it can happen. That's just part of the risk you take. Yeah, it is the risk you take. Uh, if you liked this episode, let us know and uh, tell us if you want us to do another one. Or what you can do is tell us what kind of animal you want us to cover, uh, or a type of episode you want us to do. I've got lots of ideas, but just kind of the hard part right now is choosing what episodes to do next. So any listeners, feel free to message us in some way and help us out. Let us know what you want to hear. And I also have this idea to do some bonus episodes called Animal Profiles. I've oh, mentioned okay. it to yeah. you. Yeah. And it's where we will cover animals that don't attack people. So, because yeah. we're missing out on a lot of cool animals if we just stick to the ones that attack people. Yeah. But uh, what we would do is we would talk about them how we do in like the individual episodes, uh -huh. like we did for like the Komodo dragon, talk about it, and yeah. then then went on to attack stories. We just skipped the attack stories. Okay. Um, I think we will, we're going to do one in the next week or so and see what everybody thinks. Okay. I think we're going to do it on the blue whale. Oh, okay. That'd be pretty. I think it's be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's 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 wrap it up. If you do like us and enjoy the show, what you can do is go to iTunes, give us five stars, say something nice. Or if you don't use iTunes, you can give us five stars on Facebook as well. We would really appreciate it, and we will give you a shout out if you do. Well, we don't have any new reviews this week, but hopefully we will next week. Oh. <laughs> uh, also, if you or someone you know has a cool animal story you'd like to share. Or you just want to ask us a question, tell us what kind of episodes you want to hear about. Uh, you can email us at forceofnaturepod at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I'm really behind on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> I'm not very good with Instagram. Like, Facebook, is just like, I feel like it's the only one I'm yeah. decent at. I don't know if I've ever posted on Instagram. <laughs> But we, uh, we're on all the main uh, podcasting sites, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. You can find us anywhere. Uh, anything else to add before we sign off, Dave? No, I think that's good. Good. Uh, one more thing, just uh, stay safe, hunters. Yeah. And don't shoot any non-hunters or hunters. Don't shoot anybody. Right. And don't <laughs> drink and hunt. Don't. Only, only one or two. <laughs> and three hours before. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Force of Nature podcast. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Be a part of building us up. And we will see you next week. Bye.